Hello everyone, get that glass of wine in hand, take a seat, welcome to Pinophiles. In this first season we look at wines that we bought from Aldi uh, and I'm joined by a few friends, Mark Holland who's desperate for people to follow him on Vivino, the wine app, uh, I think he's got about two followers so you'd be joining a pretty exclusive club, uh, probably about as exclusive as the listeners to this podcast, so getting on that. We've got Chris Cowan who's recent startup venture into condiments cowan's condiments is uh is take is coming on leaps and bounds we've got james zigmund who absolutely wants no plug whatsoever and speaking of wanting no plug whatsoever we have connor malloy who is a very talented musician that i'm going to plug regardless of his humility uh, so check him out on apple music and spotify and as always i'm your host john patrick quinn welcome to penophiles do we really have to review this? Because, I mean, this is terrible. Well, yeah, but I think it's important that we give a, a, a varied sample. I also think... <laughs> so Lambrusco isn't low enough for you, is it not? Lambrusco is nice and palatable. Is this mine? I yes. don't think this will be palatable. What do you think? I don't think it will be palatable. You, on the other hand, may palatable. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, I'm going to just try and get rid of any smidgen of wood. We haven't asked these guys to do their uh, Desert Island Discs yet. It's going to take a while. Ah, uh, it means Ziggy did Desert Island Discs. We've got any more Lumbrusco left? It's <laughs> over! Uh, <laughs> in fact, actually... Yes! We do, actually. I'm, I'm happy to have... Oh, fucking Lumbrusco. I'm, 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 I'm going to put most of it in it. What are your plans tonight? Grazie mille. Do you need to go back tonight? Don't need to. Stay. Stay Stay here. Yeah. Well, you got an entire double bed upstairs if you want it. An entire one. Hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean you won't be able to utilize it all at once. Yeah, decaying double beds. You, you don't have to stay with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you've got. A, listen, we'll talk about this later. Who's staying with who? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> let's not I, let's not get into details right now. Lambrusco is only. I, I, <laughs> it's barely a. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Do you want a bit? I, I, <laughs> no. Why would anyone else want a bit? Do you know what the thing is? I actually do. Yes. I Thank you. Do. Right. Actually, this I mean, man if understands. If this is the only other option we've got, I feel like mine well, was. That, that is also not the alternative. Really. I'm not interested in that. Well, no one is, Mark. That's why it'll be the last one. You've made Rosé. I've made Rosé. Yeah, well, no, what you should That's do is... That's Instagrammable. <laughs> this is this is the thing with Rosé. The Black Mirror. We can talk about... Right. Well, we can talk about Rosé in a future episode, but... Rosé, the Rosé skyrocketed recently because it is mil- millennial. Oh, I can't even drink that. <laughs> well, that's because it's mixed with the rest. No reason. But, <laughs> it absolutely is. What are your thoughts on the Lambrusco thing? I'm interested. You, you seem to enjoy so, it. So, I can drink that. And especially, especially when faced with the prospect of Echo Falls, I will absolutely drink this. Oh, yeah. Coffee. Now that I've tasted the Echo Falls, I agree that it's bad. And, and I knew, so I think before you even opened that bottle, I knew that I didn't want that. <laughs> I knew categorically. So let's just say what this is. This the, is the, the last time that, so I can describe this quite perfectly. The last time that we were supposed to do the wine podcast, I picked up a lovely bottle of white wine, and Sam was in Asda with me, and she said, Well, surely you should pick up a bottle of, you know, the more mainstream cheap wine to compare it to and what you mean was diarrhea you're you're, you're always talking about how you know how it's really low quality maybe you should review it and compare it and i said but i really really don't want to because i know how bad it is already and she said yeah but it'd be cool to do that to do the what you want is a a teeny little bit just to wash out the red Uh, just so you can just so you can appreciate the white in all its glory 
I think it's worth noting here for listeners. Um, our good friend and colleague, Christian Callan, mid-wine podcast. He's just started drinking beer. <laughs> um, what is that, Chris? What, what have you just... Uh, is it the fir- first thing? Oh. This is Wild Bill's IPA. And as I know, that now we're on to Echo Falls, and that is the, the last of the wine. It's a white wine. We've, I, we've moved on. I don't really want any more of that than I'm just No, saying. no, of course you don't. Uh, but so, you um, have to drink it. It's a Pinot know. Grigio, though. Like, it's an Echo Falls that has the name of a grape on it. <laughs> I, I I know a guy who works for the vineyard who that produces Echo Falls. Really? Mm. What does he think? Surely he must hate himself. He, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to kill himself every day of his life. He's he... on the verge of suicide all the time. How does he feel about Echo Falls? I don't know. Because he refuses to tell you. Because he, he refuses. From an obligation. Put, put it this no, way. Employers. I think he refuses to accept that this is his own life. I imagine he's probably well, in I mean, complete denial so about the whole thing. So this is a big, big, big vineyard in the Napa Valley that California 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 that produced lots of California some, some of great show expensive you know, like, some, some of the wine they produce is pretty expensive like high end well regarded mm. but they also like I guess like the kind of lesser grapes go to producing Echo Falls oh, I've got a story about the OC do you want to hear a story about the OC story about the OC so I wasn't a massive OC fan I enjoyed it a little bit yeah. <clears throat> however Katie Robertshaw person we all know mm. enjoyed the OC and yeah. I was, at the time, she wanted to see the latest episode, right? Which she didn't have access to yet, because it wasn't on British TV. It was on American TV first. And I was like, I'll illegally download it and impress her by illegally downloading an episode of the OCS. Who's this girl? Sorry. Oh. Katie Robichaud. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do remember her. Yes, Breaking the Laws to Impress Women, standard, standard technique. Mate, I downloaded this episode. I think, I think at some point... In our, all of our lives, we've all tried to impress Katie Robertson. Oh, dear me. Oh, so all have we? Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> so this was this is my failed attempt. Accepting Connor Malloy. Do you know who Katie Robertson is, Connor? No. Oh, also, we... also Katie Robertson, we are expect, uh, accepting uh, sponsorship. Uh, yes, we'll bleep down... her name. We'll bleep her name. But... We won't bleep her name. Uh, <laughs> Lip read. Uh, yeah, so download the episode of the OC, thinking I'm going to impress her if I watch this. She came over, just me and her, thinking this is going to be good. Yeah. Clicked on the episode of the OC that I downloaded, pressed play. It was porn. Hardcore pornography <laughs> is what it was. Brilliant. She left immediately. <laughs> and, uh, she just left. What did she say, though? She didn't leave, as in, like, she, she, got, like, she, left. she didn't get up and then do that and then fuck off. No, it was more like a, oh, I've got to go kind of situation. You know, like a really awkward situation. What were you doing? Were you masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had, I had chapping hands. Of course I fucking did. It was hardcore pornography. I was 15 years old. Uh, no, I imagine I immediately tried to turn it off and then she immediately got up and left. And that is uh, as far as my relationship with Kate Rothrock ever went. Oh, see, right. This will make it in. So if you've got any good Again, bits, this will be the prologue to the podcast. If you've got any good bits, put them in now. If you've got any Katie Rothrock porn stories, put them in. <laughs> them now. I've got a really good... You know what? I, I, one, one thought I did have in terms of the podcast and a good, a good kind of question to ask people is like, what... Is when is the first time you ever like consciously bought a bottle of wine? <laughs> this is absolutely oh, by a bottle of wine. Oh well, I've not even started doing it. Yet. it just... but, but but like getting the, the reason I raise this is because it's related to hard core pornography. Can I just give the fundamental <laughs> review of? <laughs> Can we as I'm pointing? Can we get the wine out of the way and just say that Echo Falls is piss? 
Well, I mean, it, just, I have, it tastes uh, like really strong sugar wine. I haven't tasted it. I don't like white wine that much. This is my thing. Like, so I, I remember I was I was making a sugar syrup once for various reasons, and this is what that tastes like: sugar syrup with a hint of booze. I'm mm. with it. Yeah. If it was five, more, this was unbelievably yeah. five pounds. Yeah, yeah, you were ripped so off that's my more, let, let, let's that's what that's what incensed me about the whole deal. I would not pay more buying than... a cheap wine that I knew was shit, and it was more expensive than some of the cheap wine that we drank today. Why did you buy it? Why did you buy it? Because Sam pressured me into reviewing a shit something that I knew would be shit. But why are we putting all of these mental wines into the same podcast episode? Like... Oh, they, they were no, they'd be chopped out. This so this, what we've what we've recorded. This won't make it. In. We haven't talked about <laughs> Lambrusco. Like my my thinking when I bought the Lambrusco, right, was that we talk about kind of social attitudes to different types of wine. Right? So yeah, but we've right. we've we we. So my issue has been with the formalization of the podcast, is that I actually wanted to do different segments. The, the the time that we had a really salient conversation about wine was a time where Chris didn't end up making it. Gaz, we all left because it was snowing out here, and we had a really good yeah, conversation. Is the beast from the east? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we had a really, we beast. had a really good conversation about, you know, if so. My talking point at, at that time was, if you like cheap wine like Echo Falls, should you actually go out and try more expensive wines, or should you accept the fact? That actually you enjoy the cheap shit. But so what what why would you bother? You've got a lot to lose. Yeah, you've got a lot to so lose. Try the Echo Falls. I, would, I would say that as a just trying the Echo Falls, and it's been a very long time since I've drank it. I don't I, I am really I have a, a, a severe trepidation of What's wrong with which is why I was, okay, I let's, think, let's just let's just let Chris speak. Go on. What do you what do you think about right. the Echo Falls? I think that it's intentionally bland. I think it's intentionally it doesn't really bring much to the palate. Other than a <sighs> subtle sweetness, I don't think it's subtle. I think it's cloying. It's sugar water is what it is. I'm cloying, cloying, cloying. What, what cloying. my argument like for it is? It's amazing that this is Pinot Grigio. I can't I believe can... that's Pinot Grigio. It's there's not really anything other than it's it's a bit sweet for my taste. Knowing, but it's it, there's nothing that. really this is, awful this is like about it. Meal. This is it's it's quite weak. Stuff. Say again, Chris. Say again. It's Sorry. quite weak. It's just. Quite sweet, a little bit too sweet, but it's bland is the main thing. It's strange so it, though. It's kind of a people pleaser. Is it? The... Is it just a way to get booze into you? I think so. I yeah. mean, like if you're after a bottle of wine, which is a cheap bottle of wine in a restaurant or in a. I can a... imagine a thirteen-year-old girl drinking this and being very happy. But here's the thing that I don't understand, though, which is why I'm going to buy a lot of bottles of this <laughs> going, <laughs> going forward. What I don't understand, and maybe you guys know, I don't know. So this is Pinot Grigio. So we know the grapes. Is it? Right? Is well, it? That's what it says. So this is a grape variety that is Pour me some. traditionally... It's a legitimately decent grape variety. But it's dry. Right, Pinot Grigio is dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is not dry. This is not dry. It's sweet as fuck. So how is this... Have they done something to it? No, it's, because... probably, not, it's probably not the first or second or third or fourth press of the grape. I don't understand. No, it can't be. Otherwise this, this it would be... taste differently. It would this taste be, like Pinot Grigio. This really and there'll be added sugar. Is there added sugar, though? There must be. Well, let's have a look. Because... You don't By the way, if you guys want to, follow, you don't have to put ingredients in alcohol. If you, if listeners want, can to we follow, please le- Ravino this? Ravino, yeah. yeah. And you know well, what, what I'm worried about? I think it might get five stars. No, we're getting into the snob snobbishness surrounding wine again. Like I don't no, know. I think we are because that four pound bottle of claret Bordeaux, I said, was very good. 
This is a five-pound bottle of wine, it but is, it's shit. It is the only white that we But is it read. shit? Like, That's true, yeah. We can't really compare it, can we? I think that uh, all of us we may, no, we we may yeah. to some extent, be being influenced by the label and the knowledge that this is like a big corporate wine company. No, I'm not. Is Friends. Is it Friends? Is it Friends? Is it Echo Falls? What is that? Oh, that was Jacob's, Jacob's Creek. Creek. Jacob's yeah. Creek. Same and time. they also sponsored Cricket, Jacob's Creek. Oh, yeah, that, um, that show. Friend, have you ever seen Friends? The TV uh, show Friends. Dawson's Creek, wasn't it? Yeah. Here's a here's a late review of uh, Friends. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. By the way, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good show. series. I was thinking we could talk about Lost tonight. <laughs> Absolutely not. If you start talking about Lost, I will kick off. I can't remember anything about it. Do you remember that being Friends when Ross says pivot? Yes. Pivot. 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 Great. That was a good bit of Friends. That was a great bit of Friends. So this, in terms of like episode one of Lost. <laughs> As far as I recall, there's like a plane crash. Yep. Is that, that right? Correct. That yeah, that does happen. And nobody knows where they are? Yeah. They know they're on an island, but they don't know where the island is. But did everyone is. on the plane survive? Did anyone die? Yeah, people died. Yeah, people died. A lot of people died. Is it a big island or a small island? Big Quite island. Big, very big, yeah. Um, like as big as Greenland? No. Uh, not that big. Def- but I remember it takes them, when they do go to the other side to see the others, it takes them like a week, doesn't it? A couple it? of days. A few days at least. I think it's more than that. I think it's like yeah, just to that be just like a... an integral plot point between yeah, the first series. Yeah, was. Do you know what? Do you know what my favorite led by uh, Ben Ben Linus was leading yeah, others. My, my favorite uh, plot points radio. that were fucking great radio. This is the <laughs> best radio. My favorite point that was explained was the numbers, and and I read an article recently. Uh, I also read this article at the behest I, of I shared, it, I shared it with James. Uh, Let's not have any spoilers. Well, it was some, it was some, no, we can spoil it. It was some of them, if you've not seen it by now, it's like what, 10, 15 years old now, and more than 10. 15 years, yeah, 15. Yeah, 15. And also, 15 I, I feel like these spoilers would would stop people watching it, which is a godsend. I would wish someone would have stopped me from fucking watching this show. So, did you watch the whole thing? Yes. Yeah, I well, I heard that the whole thing was just a kick in the teeth. Here's the thing, right? So the first five series were probably the best TV show I've ever seen, right? So I, this is the first time I ever went on. Making it. I went on like internet forums, and like me and my brother talked about it all the time. It was the main thing that me and my brother talked about for a good three or four years of our lives was Lost and our theories about Lost, and even as like a stupid, what, 15, 16, 17 year old kid, my theories were better than what the writers came up with. Yeah, that's, that's really depressing. The ending was so bad. Oh, great. I think we need to rebrand Echo Falls. Oh, we should call it the Losts of Wine, is what we should call it. Um, I heard It didn't even promise good things. It was, um, it was basically, they were saying that it was purgatory. So essentially what happened was, with Lost, they raised a lot of really clever questions. See what you've done, Mark. See what you've done. See what you've done. I was absolutely joking. Let's just end it. Because I feel like we're going to end up sticking someone in the next So let's just... We'll talk about wine. Echo Falls. Especially the question that you brought up, which was... We've got a bit lost. Oh, let's make it in. Whoa, that is whoa, whoa, Chris is so clever. That's the Which prologue. Point? That's the real prologue. Well, unfortunately, it means that we have to include all that dross of that last. <laughs> but <laughs> so the question you asked, like, when was the first time you actually legitimately bought a bottle of wine? But yeah. technically, I chipped in when I first went to university, and I went to like the open evening, which was designed for people to meet each other. And I met, and I just started talking to a couple of guys. I said, I have, you know, I have no horse in this race don't know anyone do you want to just have a beer like together we'll mm. just get chatting fine this guy said right everyone 
I tell you what, I was making an event. Everyone chipping a tenner, I'll go and get a bottle of champagne. I was like, you know what? Fair enough. It's the first night. Let's let's have it in style. He comes back and he says, didn't have any champagne. It's a junior union bar. Didn't have any champagne. I bought some white wine and I'd never drank wine. I never yeah, liked yeah, yeah. it. And I just thought, this is going to be shit. I, I said, I don't like white wine. You wasted £10 of my money. And I, he said, right, we'll just down it. That'll be funny. So I downed it and I went and I was immediately sick. Mm. <laughs> so that was the first bottle. I, I feel like <clears throat> this was would have been the was bottle that of I feel like that was, you know, that was the quality of the bottle that you bought. For so long, I thought I didn't like wine. And I think that people that was were feeding why. me that. Yeah. I think that he made a fortune out of that. I, I also there. think. I've, I'm not. Yeah. Michael Clark, if you're listening. Michael Clark! Yes. From Bolton. Michael, you know something about the ballet guy, though. Michael Clark's great. Probably not you. <laughs> if you're listening. He's also a professional cricketer. Michael Clark, legendary. Also not you. Ballet dancer. <laughs> if you're listening, professional cricketer. <laughs> but I mean, sure. But yeah, anyway. He probably did make a a, a a sweet penny out of that deal. Yeah, but I was like, I, I hated it. And, and it was only until, it was only when me and Chris went to France and we bought some two euro bottle of wines and I eventually brought myself to like it. Right. But I actually enjoyed wine. That's the first time you bought wine that was like in a out, you were out. You were like in a bar situation. What like the university you... student union sort yes. of thing. And it was a... Hang on, so how old were you? If you were at university, you'll have been of age, presumably. It's 18. So, I reckon this is going to spark memories with definitely Mark, probably Quinn, probably Chris. You're talking Blanco. Was, was ben Blanco. 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 We're talking Blanco. I'm talking wine club. I bet Ben Blanco was involved. Yeah, but I, was, I predated his <laughs> wine consumption, but yeah, I was very much involved. Blanco was very much a staple of our youth. So, friend of the podcast, Jack Robbins, used to have a lot of, par- <laughs> used to have a lot of parties at his, at his house where yeah, underage was. drinking was... I'm if fair. not allowed, but actively encouraged. I remember being very drunk. Yeah. Oh, very Blanco. Good parties. Yeah, uh, and the local shop. I'd say what two minutes walk from Jackson. Talking about the, the Lins- Linsky's. Off, off the off license. Yeah. Yeah. Off I license. was I was underage served at Linsky's very often, and we are open for sponsorship. <laughs> I mean, Linsky's didn't exist anymore, but whoever owned Linsky's previously can sponsor the podcast. Yeah, so a bottle of Blanco. I I seem to remember it was two pounds fifty. For a bottle of Blanco. Jesus That's Christ. probably about right. And it was just essentially a white label like that you would maybe get out of a printer. Like if you were to print your own labels before you'd printed your own labels. It would Shout be... out to Cowan's Condiments. Shout out to Cowan's Condiments, which excellently <laughs> printed labels. Uh, and it would just have the word Blanco <laughs> on it. No grape, no year, no right. specifications right. of any kind exactly. other than the words Blanco. Please tell me that It was £2.50 and I think Please. 15%. It was strong it was for a white 15. wine. It was 13, maybe. It was, I it thought was, it was strong for a white it wine. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And yeah, I'd say I was 13. And I looked... No. I looked, no, the first time we bought Blanco was... We bought Blanco? No, because... We were in year nine, which is how old are you at year nine? Oh, 13, oh, oh in that case, you were drinking Blanco before I was involved. Because Possibly, yeah. my first wine buying experience, I remember very clearly, it was also friend of the podcast, Jack Romans. Yeah. It was his birthday party. 15th um, birthday party. 16th, we'll 15th, maybe 16th, I don't know. But we'd, we'd have, you know, there'd been like a year maybe of house parties yeah. at this point. Everyone drank beer or Correct. like alcohol. Mm-hmm. I, in my vaguely pretentious way, was like, I think I'm done with beer. 
I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on to wine. You've experienced all the beer you could experience by the age of fifty. That is so pretentious for that age. That's what I felt. Yeah. So it's like I'm gonna drink wine at this party, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how many bottles of wine it was appropriate to drink <laughs> in an evening. Excellent. Right. <laughs> so I got through the story. So quick. like. I think like whenever it was like a house party and I'd take beer and buy like a six pack or an eight pack or something of beer, take it to a party. That's ordinary. Drink that. Wine, I didn't really know. So I bought four bottles of red wine. Four bottles, yeah. yeah, I knew you were going to say four. Four bottles of red wine. And (laughs) took it to Jack Robinson's house. And I mean, this is the legendary night in many ways. I mean, like I mentioned, we were talking about hardcore pornography. This is where my other story about Chris comes in. This is when the paramedics came around. <laughs> yes. Oh, and you were watching so, porn. So, so yes. the paramedics came I around. That. The paramedics came, came around because a friend of the podcast, Adam, Adam Jackson, Jackson, had a heart palpitation. It's <laughs> quite a serious But issue. I had got through three and a half bottles of red wine <laughs> and was just completely, like, I passed out on the sofa or something like that, wearing glasses at the time. And... Um, so I put my glasses on the t- on the coffee table and it was passed out on the sofa. Paramedic- paramedics were coming around, <laughs> and uh, so Jack and Molly were like, "We're gonna get Mark out of here." Like, the the paramedics are coming. Let's put him in a bedroom. And uh, so they're trying to move me, and I was like on the so- <laughs> on the sofa, passed out, and they're trying to move me. So it's sort of like lifting me, and I was like, "No, no, 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 no! <laughs> Fuck you! I don't go anywhere without my sunglasses." <laughs> Referring, which is true, you never did. Referring to my glasses that were on the table. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never seen you wear sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I never got anywhere with my sunglasses. They thought I was talking about I was talking about my glasses. I just, I, all I wanted was to get back to the coffee table to pick up my glasses. And, but I was like, I never go anywhere without my shades. <laughs> so I was like pulling pictures off the wall, like knocking pants over it. <laughs> meanwhile, our good friend... Friend of the podcast and current participant in the podcast, Christian Cowan. He's a friend of the podcast. We won't go. We won't say what he was up to downstairs with friend of the podcast. Well, see, I, I, I'm just going to interject. Elena Bailey. She is a friend of the podcast and also uh, editor of James Sigmund's. Correct. Correct. She is now a professional. Close friend of the podcast. Yeah, very close friend. Exactly what I wasn't doing with Elena Bailey, which was anything sexual or untoward. All you did was was forwarding to the good bit of the hardcore pornography DVD. But here, the participant in the podcast, James Sigmund. I was the provider of said pornography. I remember because that was a gift to Jack Robbins. It was a gift to Jack Robbins and a very good gift, Yes, I would state. So that was a legendary dude, is what I'm saying. And I bought four bottles of wine. In fact, I remember Aurora Snow being a very... Yes, Aurora Snow was a very prominent star, yes. That is how real this story is. It was a great pawn. It was a great pawn, is what it was. (laughs) It was a great pawn, yeah. We can can end this this segment now. It was a great pawn. Anyway, when's the first time you bought wine, Chris? (laughs) So I don't really have an excellent story about one of the first time. I, I mean, you have to follow mine, <laughs> which is the greatest story ever told. I know a lot of people say that, like the birth of Christ and the Christmas story is the greatest story ever told. I would argue that Mark's story about drinking three and a half bottles of red wine and watching porn is the greatest story ever told. That will be. An I was watching porn. It was friend of the podcast, Chris, and friend of the podcast, Eleanor, purchased by friend of the podcast, James Zygmunt. I do have a relatively good story about when I drank too much red wine. Um, Tell it. This was this was so I was on like a, a work thing, and this was we were up in Glasgow, 
and stay. So sort of work thing. So this is what what age? What, you what, what was your job? Substation. This was like years ago. Yeah, twenty twenty-two. Oh, okay. So yeah, two thousand twenty-two. That is more than a couple of years ago. That's four Christy years. Town is older than twenty-four. <laughs> That's four years into the future. Right, okay. It's twenty twenty-two. Good couple of years ago. Anyway, a good. Oh, I see what you mean. You were twenty to twenty-two years old. Mm. Yeah, right, I was right, maybe. Right, right, right. Uh, you were being you know, rude. Probably borderline alcoholic. Dad age is what comes to mind. And he was very used to drinking a couple of bottles of wine in the evening, not a problem. I, I don't mind having a couple of bottles of wine, but for some reason this evening it hit me more than it should have. And we were in this relatively fancy hotel, and I it suddenly hit me that I was going to throw up. <laughs> and I... Yeah, you know, as you sometimes can do when you you know at that state. I made my relatively polite excuses. Excuse me, I'm going to go to the bathroom for a second. I'll be back soon, and then ran across the foyer, which was like a big, expansive foyer of about thirty meters of solid white tile, to get to the bathroom. I couldn't quite hold it, so threw up an enormous amount of red wine across <laughs> the foyer in several. Bounding leaps. <laughs> <laughs> so you were still running as you were vomiting. Spreading it all, all over. To which some Glaswegian fellow, who was very nice, came across and said, you know, what We've all been there, kid. What the fuck are you doing, man? What the fuck are you doing, man? I am from Scotland. This is how we talk in Scotland. It's extremely clear the time from Glasgow at this moment in time. That's Those are all Pakistani accents. This is what you're doing there. And we're going to have to cut all of that. Well, no. <laughs> I think mine and Mark's were both mocking Chris's accent. That was extremely non gas I think Chris was being racist, but we'll, we'll <laughs> fact checking Santa can confirm can, can can which yeah, one right. of the three was being racist. Okay. We can confirm left. that Christian Cowan is a racist. Okay. So I was left looking at this sprawl of my shame across the foyer floor and apologizing profusely to this chap who was just saying, I'll clean it up, don't worry about it. And then. We had a, a small moment of bonding, and then I shamefully tried to give him some money, which he refused. And then I had to had money to for what? Run, run to the oh, bathroom, right. clean myself up, and then I came back. And to my work colleague, I just pretended like nothing had happened. And did he believe you? He was none the wiser. That no, is incredible. Right. Incredible, I mean, yeah, I understand I incredible technique. This is what. We right. drink. Um, White wine out of a glass who previously drinking red wine out of it looks like. I have to do that thing where what I do. Blood stains on it. I have to do that thing where like I, I do a little tiny bit. Swirl it. I get, swirl that around and get rid of that and then do it. I don't think with Echo Falls it makes a difference. Mm. I would say that. I had some stuff to say about Echo Falls. Are we still recording? We're we done. Yeah, you know we're done. Um, do you think that your sneering? Criticism of Echo Falls is any. Do you think you'd say the same if you didn't know the label? If you're just some random white line, like, I would be as dismissive. Of that. Do you think yeah. I? I would be as dismissive. I reckon you're. I a think that's bit. too vivid. A, a shitty taste. I think it'd be very interesting to put it in a different bottle. I think so too. I think that probably the branding influences people very very heavily. I think it probably does, but there's no way you could ever confuse that for a good wine. No. Probably not. <laughs> because it's just sugar wine. I'd be interested to know if... But that's I... not that's not good. That's quite cheap for me. Yeah, but no, that Claret Bordeaux was four quid. 
And that was a much better wine than that five Is it quid better wine? Before. I liked it, but that's because we're well, Whether it's better weight, whether it's better made, or it, I don't France. know, but all of us have agreed that it's better tasting. We have. But and we enjoyed time, it more. We've, we've been doing red wines all evening. This is the first white yeah, wine. Yeah, this is... cheap white wine. It would be interesting to see, on a, especially a blind taste test, whether you could know that between another five wines. the white wines. Which is reviewed better, let's say. That would be interesting. Well, I, well, I would not back myself in that. I don't know about white wines. Well... I don't like any white wines, basically. Ben, I don't yeah. really like white wines. But I think it's because I, I get, used to um, like white gives me wine. But I think acid. I would be able to tell. If you said which one is better than the other one, I would be able to tell. But I wouldn't necessarily enjoy any of them. I, I, I just wonder whether it's like... We had a nice... Pipoo-pipoo. Pipoo was pretty good, yeah. It was alright. Last night when we were having... Well, it was good because we were eating foods with it, that went with it. If you asked me to sit down and drink that bottle of wine, I wouldn't enjoy it. You would enjoy it. I, I, I would enjoy it more than Echo Falls, but we won't enjoy it anywhere near as much as any of these red wines. For sure. What about the Lambrusco? Best wine of the night. I've written off the Lambrusco. <laughs> best wine of the night. I think that's conclusive. <laughs> you might be the best wine of the night. Lambrusco. <laughs> My favourite wine of the night was probably the first one we drank. The Claret Bordeaux. The Claret. Uh, because I thought it was very drinkable and wasn't too pretentious because it was only £4 a bottle or whatever. So I think yeah, overall. None of these wines are pretentious. Yeah. No, no, no they're not. I think None of them are eight hundred. If you're talking about a ratio yeah. of price and quality and taste and everything, I think that one's a very. I, would, good I agree good with that. Support. I think the Stella is a Stella Bosch. I think the Stella Bosch was better, but not twice as good. Exactly. In terms of yeah. that, that's, that's the one that probably seems like probably the best value. Yeah. But no, but, I don't know. I think yeah, if you take it price into account, the Clara. Sorry, sorry, I forgot about the local Toro or whatever it is. Crazy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, that is bad. <laughs> yeah, that is bad. Yeah. The Toro Loco was equally best. Lambrusco. Well, that's because like... we all just said that's the best one and then left it. We didn't really. We didn't go, even talk about we it. We didn't like, go deep into this it. This is just, good. We accepted. Okay, this is the best one. Let's move on. To, <laughs> so, let's move on to more contentious issues. Let's talk about high school again. I'm oh. going to say that Primarius is my favourite. Was it? I, yeah. Me too. Mm. Oh, me too. But I'm a, I'm a penophile. Including the Toro Loco. And okay, yeah, including that, just, it was okay. a mid range. It was six pound, but I would. That's the one I would buy again. In, in one word, let's go around the table and say which one was your favourite. Mark, what? which one was your favourite? In one, one word. Your favourite, which would you buy? Which again? would I buy again? Okay, Mark, which one would you buy again? Primarius. Quinn? Uh, también, Primarius. Claret Bordeaux. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're going to sound <laughs> way better. So. The what? Primarius. Mm. Toro Loco. Oh, I mean, Toro Loco. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Toro Loco. That would be my Primarius. second choice. So, second second choice. Choice. so the sure. winner, then. The winner, three out of five. My second Primarius. choice would be Claro. Primarius, which is the one that was initially dismissed as being watery. Mm. Well, um, hang on. No, I don't think anyone said it was watery. I just know it's watery. It said watery, but drinkable. I, I feel like always when qualified. Said, no one said it was watery. I feel like there will be audio evidence. No, 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 no. <laughs> me, me and Chris definitely said watery, but not like watery. Oh, yeah, it's we, watery. Is it like it's watery but drinkable? Having said all that, we we had drunk it immediately after having two very French, rich French. Yeah, both rich of them ones. French. True, true. No, no, South no, African. One South African. Whatever, but like Sith kind of proper tanniny, like yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. there is something said for the fact that if you. The, the wine from South Africa will be slightly more expensive because it's further away. See, this is this is the conclusion I've come to <laughs> recently. throw it further. I've drunk a hell of a lot of red wine in my life. Never really drunk Pinot Noir until recently. That's what the Primarius is. Yeah. 
it makes me feel better than other red wine I've had before. Which is what it's about. Like we said before, it's about pure enjoyment, isn't it? Yeah. You can analyse it to death, but it's which one do you enjoy the most? I mean, we'll, I, I will tell you next more, tomorrow morning which one gave me the biggest headache. But I don't think you can the, do that for the Echo Falls. I'll be able to tell, don't <laughs> He knows. He knows. And it won't be the primary. I, I think that was the Lambrusco that gave me that <laughs> No, the Lambrusco. I'll tell you what, Lambrusco was. Uh, I'd buy that third most. If you want to know which one. Better than the Echo Falls. You want to know which one gave you morning wood? Lambrusco. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, let's call it a do. Let's call time. Okay, okay. So thank you very much for your hospitality. Anytime, boys. Seriously. Anyone? Thank you for appearing on the podcast. People are always yes. welcome. This is a... Connor, if you'd like any specific shout-outs, just do something like listen to me on Apple Music. Plugs, yeah. What are your plugs? If, I if you don't, yeah, tomorrow, do something more cringy. Tomorrow, leave us, leave us a voicemail tomorrow and let, let us know which wine gave you the best driving experience. We'll have to cut out a lot of the fact yeah. that Connor yeah. drank any wine. To, to sum up, there was a lot of there was a lot of wines this evening, but a lot of them paired really well with Cowan's condiments. Gourmet chipotle mayonnaise. This is the sort of plug-in you should be. <laughs> Seem to go really well with every every single yeah, wine. Yeah, Red, white, or blue. USA, USA. Join us on our Facebook page. Cowan's Cowan's prophylactic sauces. You Rub them on your oven and see what happens. Oh, yeah, your phone's there. And cut. <laughs> so, guys, that's it for that series. We hope you had a, even a quarter of the fun listening to it as we had making it. Stay tuned for the next series with friends of the podcast, Chris and Mark, returning for a follow-up appearance where we raise a Georgian toast to our fallen comrade, Ziggy. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review, share it with three friends, tell them to share it with three friends. I'm messing. Uh, The likelihood of you having three friends if you're listening to us is slim anyway. Uh, We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.